Has the military yelled at you today for your wardrobe? They did that to me. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. Trumpian place in New York City. Elected a Democrat. Don't try to tell me it wasn't a wave. Robert Mueller isn't the only person investigating Trump now. We have the House Intel Committee is now chaired by Adam Schiff. And they have subpoena power. And he will use it. And he will get to the bottom of this. Like he's been trying to do. For the last two years and Devin Nunes has been stymieing him. Devin Nunes is no longer the chairman. The midnight runs to the White House are over. I made a promise to the listeners of Least Coast Radio that if the Democrats did not mess up November, that if November 6th went our way, that we would have a little fun here on Least Coast Radio. And if you stay tuned, I promise you this. Along with our fighting fascism and trying to save democracy, we will have a little fun. Because we earned it. Keep a lock to Least Coast Radio. Remember, we got dies in your house at the end of the week. We got the Jay Parks podcast at the beginning of the week. Every week, Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Get us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jporks, and follow us on Twitter at Least Coast Radio. Let's punch fascism in the face, one podcast at a time. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. Hey, yo, who's in the house dies in your house? What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is Friday. We are back here on Least Coast Radio with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. This is the mini podcast. It's the preview, the post show, the prelude to the long form Jay Porks podcast that we get into every Sunday evening, early Monday morning that comes at you with a little recap of the week, but things were getting so crazy, as the kids would say, they were getting so cray cray all day day, that we needed to have a second podcast, one we titled Dies in Your House, one for the end of the week, and this is all part of our our full court, full court press here in America to save democracy and fight fascism. Alexa, what is fascism? The 
Non-fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Sounds about right. That's what we do here on Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices. We try to make sure that fascism does not rise again in America. That's what we don't want. We saw it happen in the days of Germany, in the days where my family was being murdered and slaughtered in concentration camps. We saw it then. We watched as Americans. We let it happen until Japan bombed us. Then we got involved when the war was already over. And now, fast forward, we're trying to save, fast forward, a se- you know, half a century later, over a century later, and we're trying to save it. We don't want our democracy to crumble. Yeah, there are some things about government we all want to change. But at the same time, this is not normal. It has not been normal. And we will continue to do this until we get back to some shred of normalcy. So on Monday, Sunday night, Monday morning, whenever you wake up, you're going to see the J Parks podcast. It's going to be a long-form edition of the J-Porks podcast. We're going to talk about what Mueller's been doing. We're going to talk about the shutdown and how it's affecting, you know, things. We'll talk about Pelosi, you know. We'll probably talk about, you know, the wardrobe choices of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because that's what that's what we're supposed to do, right? Isn't that what they do? They, they make fun of her dance moves and what she wears and where she lives? I don't know. I'm down with, I'm down with AOC. Yeah, you know me. That's for now. That's until I find out more about it. Democrat, she's more... I'm more proud of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez than I am of Max Rose from New York 11. Really quick, Max Rose needed to be Mr. Republican even though he's a Democrat and not vote for Nancy Pelosi. Vote no on Nancy Pelosi. Now, I get that you make campaign promises, but like, listen... We're not trying to flip Republicans here. You got voted because Democrats came out and voted for you. No Republicans came out to vote for Max Rose thinking, oh, well, he's going to be a Republican. He'll be he'll be conservative for me. You know, I want a conservative who's going to be a check on Trump. Nobody in North Texas has said that. North Texas is Staten Island, by the way, just in case you didn't know. Had a little eventful day today. And I want to, and I finally, you know, I haven't. I haven't been able to come on the podcast and tell you a story about something that happened to me to me throughout the course of the day that wasn't, you know, the, the government ruining my life. But let's talk about it. Last week, you may have been listening to the Jay Parks podcast, and when we got towards the end, you might have heard my voice go from boisterous to sad. And you might have heard me online looking up the fact that I had received my last unemployment check, and I didn't, I thought I was getting it a week later. You know, I was a week off on my budget planning. So I was a little screwed in terms of work. So, without getting into too many details about what this is, and you'll find out later why I'm not, my co- I have a cousin who has a business where he delivers, like, snack foods, pretzels and stuff, to stores. Let's not name the company, because again, you're going to find out later why I don't want to name the company. <laughs> this is really bad. So, like, my cousin helped me out, and he's like, listen, three days a week, cash, you come help me on the truck, and, you know, you can make cash money until you find a job, and listen, it works out for me, it's an easy gig, 
You know, my cousin, I, I thank my cousin for giving me the employment works, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, drive around, it's a little early in the morning, but I, I'm a morning person, you know me. You see my, you see what timestamp my tweets are. So I got this job working on my cousin's truck, delivering snack foods that aren't heavy to local businesses. You know, we were driving through Brooklyn, we were in Biggie's hood all day. Right? So my cousin... As am I, you know, listen, I I am too, if you look at the pocket. My cousin happens to be an adult who, you know, indulges in the recreational use of marijuana from time to time. And listen, that's okay, you know? He's got a job. He literally owns a business. Got a fam. Got a mortgage. If in his spare time, you know, like me, want to engage in the recreational use of cannabis, and it's not hurting anybody else, all good. Okay, so this week, I worked three days with my cousin. In those three days, I probably would have indulged in the recreational use of marijuana a little bit less had I been home doing nothing. This is how much greenery was getting lit up during these, these days of working. And again, if I'm turning to you, and I'm thinking in my head, we might be burning a little too much. Like, that's, that means, it's not like nobody was smoking a roach. You know, we were burning it down. <laughs> Chiefing. You know, like Memphis Bleak on that I Get High song on, on The Understanding. You know what, and anything in life, I will always bring it back to Memphis Bleak, The Understanding. That album is underrated. People should go listen to that. Memphis Bleak always stayed in his lane. And that's why he never got shot. Speaking of people that didn't stay in their lane. Us guys. So, Chief and Pod all day. In the morning, my cousin's like, listen, don't bring anything with you. If you, like, I have a... He's like, don't bring anything with you that has to do with, you know, cannabis. Because today we have to go to an army base to deliver chips, and I don't want to have anything on me. Cool. Cool story. I have my resist hoodie on. I already know that this is going to be a problem. So, we hadn't, you know, the, um, the truck had not been domed out, you know, since nobody had chiefed anything and since about maybe 8.30 in the morning, 9 o'clock. Well, it's around noon. It's time to pull up to the army base in the undisclosed location I'm not going to give you because you'll find out why in a second. So, we get in. We have to give our IDs and stuff. And there's a security, uh, security guard and a member of the military <laughs> standing there and he's look, he leans in the truck and he's like are you guys serious? <laughs> like, smells like sour. Loud, you know? And Dave's like, you know, my cousin's like, you know, maybe, uh, he's like, listen, maybe that's left over. I'm like, that smells like from last night. He's like, I'm not stupid enough to bring anything on an army base. Which nobody was stupid enough to bring anything on an army base. So don't worry. This truck does not have any, anything illegal in it. But it has a strong scent. I'm talking like, it doesn't smell like plants were being smoked, it smells like plants were being grown. 
okay? So, the first military guy says, listen, next time the truck smells like that, I'm going to turn you around and send you home. Like, and not let you do the delivery. Because, you know, he gets, if he drops the snacks off at the destination, he gets paid. But since he didn't make the stop, yet he had not gotten paid. Okay, so pulls his car over there, pulls the truck over there, and we got to go to some office to get a temporary... A temporary ID thing that goes on the window. They have our IDs. Or they gave us our IDs back. Now, we're sitting in the office waiting for this guy to give us our temp the temporary thing to go on the dashboard. And this big looking thumb guy. This guy that looks like one giant thumb. Looks like he's wearing like four bulletproof vests. You know, like how thick does your Kevlar have to be at which point? At what point are we past, you know, because you can wear all the bulletproof vests if you want in the world. Like, you can still get shot in the face. I mean, it's just, not by me, by a criminal. I'm just saying. Where's the snack, boys? Us. Step out here for a second. So my, my cousin's like a, like a happy-go-lucky guy. Like, he's not miserable like me. I'm like a miserable guy that walks around thinking about Donald Trump. And, you know, and how my life sucks and how poor I am. That's not my cousin. My cousin's very, like, you know, happy, you know, nice guy. So we get to, we get out of this little the little door, and he's like, yeah, what's up, cuzzo? <laughs> to the member of the military, this big-ass, thick guy wearing a six-inch, six inches of Kevlar. He's like, what's up, cuzzo? The guy's like, cuzzo, I'm not your drinking buddy, bro. Let me ask you a question. Come over here. And he's like, go over there, empty out your pockets. And then I go to get out of the car. You stay in the car! The truck. I'm like, okay. And then, I'm sitting in the truck, looking forward. Because, in my past, as a youth, as a youth, I had, any indiscretions I had with the law was misconduct, resisting arrest, you know, fight the power type stuff. Like, Authority tells me to do something, and I'm like, mm, I don't really want to do that, you know? I don't feel that that's the best move for me. That's basically what my what my history of getting in trouble has been. I've never been in trouble for, like, a fight, or, like, you know, you know moving packs on the corner, you know, gang affiliations. Never been a thing. I've never even got arrested for graffiti, and I did that for mad long. I was on probation the whole time, so I, I, I abided by my curfew, but nevertheless... So they pull us into this, the tent thing. And I'm sitting in the car. My cousin is now out. Hey, Mr. And I hear the army guy. Hey, Mr. Resist. Put your hands on the dashboard. As soon as I heard that Mr. Resist shit, I'm like, oh my god. I'm gonna get done up for having this fucking hoodie on. I'm gonna get done up by the second amendment for exercising the first. You know, that's crazy. I didn't think it got, I thought it went in the order of the amendments. I didn't know it went like the higher number supersedes it. But either way. So then I had to go empty out my stuff. I had to pull out, out... I know smoking cigarettes is a nasty, stupid habit that I shouldn't be doing. But like, I smoke cigarettes, so I had to take my pack of cigarettes out. And he's like, empty, empty all the cigarettes out of there. Like, anybody that smokes cigarettes knows that you lose the integrity of your cigarette once you have to remove every cigarette from the pack. Now again... I'm thinking this because 
There's no drugs in this car. There's no nothing. There's nothing there. There's no paraphernalia. There's no nothing. So he goes, all right, go wait in the box with your friend. Now, I thought we're going, like, in the box. Like, I figured this was going to be some clean room where I'm getting cavities searched and shit. No, it wasn't. It was, like, the other side of the room was, like, a bus stop. And we just had to sit there. So I'm like, you kidding me? With the, like, is this really going on right now? He's like, this happens to me all the time. All the time. And you didn't think? He's like, what are they going to do? They could search the truck. There's nothing in there. Which is accurate. But, like, you know, can we pretend we're afraid? I'm always with the person who wants to talk back to the police, you know? So, like, the guy came, the guys come over, and they're like, listen, is there anything in this truck before we flip it? You know? For real. And we're like, no, there's nothing there. Like, we, we didn't. And my cousin has this, you know, the excuse that he's like, you know, maybe yesterday when I got off work, I might have lit something up, you know, before, you know, right by the car, and then... And then went home, he's like, but I wasn't, like, on the job smoking, and I wasn't, like, smoking in the truck, you know, complete lies. <laughs> but, uh, he's like, you know, I wasn't doing that. And then he's like, yeah, but the smell, and Dave, and my cousin's like, yeah, but you can't get in trouble for that. And the guy's like, listen, listen to me. These grounds are different. I don't care what de Blasio did out there in the city. When you come on these grounds, things are different. Pause for a second. I agree with you, sir. Like I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to put this out there right now. This is all fine because you got a truck that smells like bud on an army base. It's definitely not good. Yeah, I'm not sitting here saying that this is something that should have been done or something that will be continued to be done. What I don't like is the constant, is the Mr. Resister, or Mr. Resist, and then, right before we leave, now I'm, as my cousin is getting scolded, I'm sitting there with my hands like folded, and I, you know, fingers intertwined, interlocked, and I'm looking forward and kind of down. I don't want no parts of this. Because he was given the, listen, why don't you have some respect and not talk back? Like, he was giving that to my cousin. Like. So, I'm, I'm like, just sitting there. I'm like, I just want to get out of here. Like, I know we didn't do anything, so it's fine. But, like. Then the guy looks at me. He's like, and hey, buddy. Mr. Resist. You know? He says, I don't, you know. It doesn't really matter what your political affiliations are. He's like, when you come on this base, you show some fucking respect, and you change out of that fucking hoodie. That disrespectful bullshit. Doesn't matter what your political affiliations are, I don't care who you voted for, where you stand. You don't wear that here. Hold on. Hold on one second. I, sir, looked you in the eye, sir, and said yes, sir, and no, yes, sir, and no, sir, to all of your questions, sir. Why are you mad about my wardrobe, sir? It doesn't say what I really wanted to say. It doesn't say fuck Trump, sir. I didn't say this. I, I stopped. I just said yes, sir. No problem, sir. But I'm thinking, like, I almost wore my protect kids, not guns hoodie. Like, I'm not. I can't wear my hoodie. It's the First Amendment. It's the. It's the. It's one of the amendments, the first one that these guys are supposed to be defending. 
instead of defending their army base from the scent of, you know, sour diesel from 8 o'clock in the morning or something. You know, listen, you guys got the truck. You searched the truck. There's nothing in there. Are you mad? Are you mad? To oh, I saw the rolling papers in there, guys. It's not illegal to have rolling papers, bro. And I didn't set my cousins to that. I am not, again, I am not somebody going to chime in with to the authority figures. If I have any problems with authority figures, I will take it on the chin then, and I will tweet at the ACLU later. Because I... My probation as a teenager was the, the charge that triggered the year probation. And listen, when you're 16 years old, you get on a year probation, you might think, oh, it's no big deal. But like, listen, you gotta piss in a cup and you gotta need a, a curfew. And you need to, you know, pass by if you want to go to, you know, a wedding in Disney World or something. You have to pass it along to your probation officer and get permission. That shit could be annoying as a 16, 17-year-old kid. You know? That shit could be really... A real hassle on you. So, like, the guy tells me he doesn't care about, you know, political affiliations aside, and then yells at me about my hoodie for its political affiliation. I thought you were the U.S. government. I thought you were the army. I thought you were the military. I thought you'd defend my country no matter if I'm a Democrat, Republican, Gary Johnson, Russian, whatever. Not Russian, obviously, but you know what I mean. Like, I thought that your job was to protect my land, no matter what I am, no matter where my political leanings are. I didn't know that you would see my hoodie and get triggered by it so bad that you'd act like a fucking snowflake and you'd be mad that a couple of people are making cash money with an easy job and you're sitting there with the government shut down wondering if your check's coming through. I'm sorry. I didn't sign up to be a hired fucking killer, okay? That's what you did. You made that choice. Not me. There was no draft. And if there was voting on a draft, I would vote against it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody made this guy do that. You want to be a Trump supporter? That's cool. Get the fuck out of the service. I don't need no crazy Nazi Trump supporter going to war and having access to guns. I don't need that. These people are fucking loony, and they don't need access to firearms. He, and he didn't have on a helmet. That's the one thing he should have had on. He can act like that. Get so get so triggered by my hoodie. Now my hoodie is. You've, I have pictures of me in the hoodie. It just says resist, and it has a fist raised in the air. That's all it is. I could be resisting fucking calories. You don't know what I'm resisting. It has no. It doesn't say like war in 2020 on it. Nothing. So what am I supposed to wear? So you tell me. Like, if this was 15-year-old Jay, I would have been a dick, and I'd be like, so give me the list of approved apparel for the fucking army. Like, should my shirt say you guys are hired fucking killers? Because that's what you are. Hired fucking killers. Okay? Tupac used to say the biggest gang in the world was the police department. <laughs> he was close. He was close. The biggest gang in the world is the U.S. Armed Forces. Coming to pillage all of your land. Eradicate your brown people. So Pepsi can put up a new fucking plant. Get out of here with that bullshit. Now, if the guy wanted to say, listen, man, there are some people, you know. Some people might not like the hoodie. 
and they might give you trouble. Me personally, I don't care. And I understand that it's a choice that you have to make. And when you're getting dressed, and I understand that you're not over here protesting outside the wall or anything, outside the fence. And I understand you're not causing us any trouble. You're just wearing a hoodie trying to do a job. But, I, you know, it'd be nice if you didn't. You know, that'd be different. But the guy came at me like I was some piece of shit. I mean, I am a piece of shit, but I wasn't being a piece of shit in the moment. You know? I was following the rules. And I'm just going to point out again that I'm not the one that decided to spark it. I'm not the one making any decisions. I pick up the boxes. You know? That's all I do. I pick up the boxes, I break down the boxes. And every store we're in, I beg management to let me use the bathroom. Because I have the bladder the size of a baby's fist, I guess. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I have to pee a lot. Comes with old age. It's not my fault. Well, it, it is my fault. I lived this long. So moral of the story is... Hired fucking killers... They can be hired to kill... But they get offended... By my fucking hoodie... And they're mad... That de Blasio... Decriminalized pot... Because... That's not what they're about. Long story short. Or... They saw two 30 year old kids... Now, they, two, they saw two 30-year-old guys wearing comfortable sweatpants, comfortable hoodies, making money, and they didn't like that because their job is to be hired killers, and they're most likely not getting paid from their job because their idiot, fearless Fuhrer shut down the fucking government. Jay Porks dies in your house. Exclusively. On Least Coast Radio.